There we go. All right. Clean breaks. Another episode. Jay, what's happening? Not much, man. Another day, another dollar. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Trying to squeeze out 15 cents out this shit. All right. So over the weekend, we saw some main events. There was a Jaime Mugia versus uh, Camille Serrameta. There was Jamal Charlo versus uh, what's the brother's name? Uh, Juan Macias Montiel. And then there was Inoue Naoya Inoue versus uh, Desmarinas. All right. So, and don't know particular order. What, what, what would you give it on a report card pickup? Which one? Yeah, it, which... No, no particular order. <clears throat> report cards for who? Each, of, each of those, each winners. of those, yeah, each of those uh, main events. Uh, I mean, in a way, I give him an A. <laughs> He's a beast, you know, ending him with the body shot. I was pretty nasty. You know, that liver shot. Uh, he just continues to be a monster, as his nickname, at that, that weight class. Um, so, yeah, I have to get out of A. Jamal, I'd probably have to give a, a, a B. Um, and I give him a B, not because I was necessarily overly impressed with the performance, or not because not, not I was disappointed in necessarily in his performance, but I think Montiel came to fight. He had a game plan. He had a strategy. Um, and while I expected the fight to go one way, Maul did kind of, uh, he thugged it out. You know, he, he toughed it out. He showed he could actually, you know, do what he has to do to get the W and fight. And, uh, you know, I don't know what's behind Montiel's record. Didn't know a whole lot about him, but I'll follow him a lot more closely. You know, 22 fights, 22 knockouts, but what's behind the guys he fought with those 22 knockouts, we don't know. But it, it definitely, after watching him take a lot of clean punches from Jamal, it's worthwhile looking at his resume, seeing who he's fought and seeing, you know, what's going on with him. And he's somebody worth keeping an eye on in the future. Um, so, yeah, I give him a B, B minus. Uh, Mungia, I give a... An incomplete. Uh, who gives a fuck? Like, I didn't even know that fight even happened. Like, I heard about it, you know, via the zone. I got like an email like maybe a week ago, but it was like, I remember Zer- Zermato, whatever his name. I remember that's the guy the Triple G fought. I just feel like Mungia is fighting the guy, the, the, the tomato cans that Triple G fights first. You know, I just feel like he's like, hey, honey, look, I found one. You got next. So, you know, I, I didn't I didn't watch that fight. I didn't care to cover that fight. I'm not gonna even give that a grade. Um, so yeah, that's why I stand with those three fights. What about you? Um, I give the Sarah Meta fight, Sarah Meta, Sarah Meta versus Mongia. I give it a um a who cares, uh unsatisfactory because it's a guy, like you said. So Triple G had this guy what earlier this year or at the end of at the uh, end of last year, 2020. He beat the guy up. No, earlier this year, I think that was. He he got some rounds in because he hadn't fought in a while. And then he beat the guy up until the guy uh, pretty much capitulated and the fight was over. And this fight, it was pretty much the same thing. He he started out using his jab, trying to make it look like he was a guy with like all this talent and skill. And then after he got tired of it, you know, he just started going to the body, going to the head, going to the body, going to the head. And you just saw Sarah Meadows stand in front of him like uh, Afni Ildirum did against Canelo. I'm just going to stand here and, you know, I'll take it. I'll take what I can get. I'll take whatever's coming. 
So uh, I was I was not pleased with that fight. Um, the other options that were thrown his way were um, after the fight. I think they they mentioned Charlo, Andre, and some other guys, and he said he's here to fight whoever he, uh, whoever was out there. But then I think he called out Gabe Rosado. Yes, he did call out Gabe Rosado. That's who he's most likely going to fight. We know this. We know how the Golden Boy playbook. Oh yes, sir. And uh, of course, of course, because Gabe Rosado got that exciting knockout beforehand so that's you know gonna be a hype job and you know Gabe hey Gabe deserves his shot that's why I don't don't you know poop with this fight so we, we so, so my problem my away. problem my problem with that is Gabe fought mm-hmm. a guy named Bektamir I forgot his last name or yeah. first name whatever it is <clears throat> no disrespect to him but the guy only has seven to eight fights he's a, a Olympic um pedigree fighter he only had eight fights against Gabe who has uh 40 fights or more and I don't know what people were expecting. I don't know if they really thought that Gabe was that over the hill for that fight, but he just came out and from the opening bill, you kind of just saw him waiting that out. Uh, I was looking at, I was going, he's looking for the left hook or the right hand. And when he leaned back and he kind of like stood his ground, I said, Oh, he's about to throw it. And he caught him. We, 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 yeah, we haven't seen Gabe do that to anybody in a while. Uh, I'm excited and happy for Gabe, but again, at the same time, it's a guy that, you know, he could have done that to me and and no one would really care at the same time, you know, so mm-hmm. uh, I don't really, I didn't too much care for that, but Mangia was unsatisfactory. He needs to, he, he, uh, he did knock out uh, one Macias Montiel. Like that's one of the knockouts that my, uh, Montiel has. Uh, he was knocked out by Mangia, but um, that's yeah. just two guys, two Mexican warriors going at it and banging and beating the hell out of each other. So there's nothing to be too much impressed by what I saw in that card. The next card over was uh, was the uh, Charlo, Charlo versus Montiel fight. Uh, I gave that a C. I'm kind of. Yeah, I give it a C just because, you know, of what I saw, I saw a guy that switched from Southpaw to Orthodox. He didn't let Jamal clearly have his way. He he made it a, a dirty fight. Uh, and I we I saw Jamal gas out because he doesn't fight that often. The same thing that happened with Devrinchenko. Uh mm-hmm. towards the seven to nine rounds, he, you could see him gas out. Montiel started pouring on the pressure um, and standing in the gap and taking the punches and then returning fire. I will also say that if this I know Jamal would get up for a fight with Canelo, but had that been Canelo and he was leaning over his feet and falling into Canelo, he would have, those body shots would have been a lot more vicious. Canelo sits down on those types of punches. Montiel was trying to, but uh, Charlo's head was in the way. My question to you is, how come you gave him a beat and you gave Devin Haney a C? So I gave Jamal a B, I'll be honest with you, because I actually have higher expectations of Devin Haney. I think Devin Haney's a better overall boxer. And I gave Devin Haney a C because it's not like he was overpowered. It wasn't like somebody beat him to the punch. It wasn't that he was outmaneuvered. It was literally that he fell asleep at the wheel and took off at the end of of the round and got hit with the fist punch of a five-punch combination from Lenars. And Devin Haney's a defensive specialist. And to have that type of lapse, I'm, you know, I'm going to be a little bit more punitive with him, just like it's going to be punitive him on the ring if he doesn't 
if he gets caught like that. You know, that's why he got hurt. With Jamal, um, it is what it is. I mean, he had a rough, a, a tough fight with Devin Chenko too. It wasn't as, as tough as this fight with Montiel. Um, I think he did what he had to do. I think he outboxed the guy every round. I think the guy was a warrior. Montiel hung in there, took some really good shots, gave some good shots. Um, Maul was vulnerable, got hit with too many uppercuts, in my opinion. And yes, he did gas out. But uh, I just think uh, it was to kind of be expected. Uh, in, in a sense, it's not like Maul has the cleanest defense. He does get hit. Um, and he kind of toughs it out and he can fight when he needs to fight. That's kind of, I didn't think it would be that rough of a fight for him, but I did think it would be some exchange and give and go. Devin Haney was dominating. You would think the opposite, right? You think, oh, because he's dominating Linares, he would get a higher grade for that one slip up. But I just have such uh, high expectations of Devin Haney um, that getting caught by that shot, it wasn't like he got caught with the first or second or third punch in that combination. He got caught with the last punch in that combination. And uh, it's a simple fix. You're nitpicking. That's, That's nitpicking. Nitpick. I'm nitpicking again. I just said it was a horrible performance. I think he's great, but it comes with high expectations. I'm nitpicking because I have high expectations. But a C. That's just me. A C. Come on. I'm gonna give him a C, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, give him a C. Jamal. Yeah, I'm, I'm Jamal I'm take, earned a C. I'm gonna tell you another. Devin Haney earned that. That, uh, that was definitely a B performance. I'm gonna tell you another reason I'm gonna give Devin Haney a C. Devin Haney was hurting Lenaris to the body with that right hand to the body. Lenaris clearly showed he did not like it. And Devin got away from that. You know, again, he's not a one-punch knockout artist. He's not known for power. He has good power. But what I want to see Devin do is when you got out, when you got a guy hurt in a certain area, he has such a, a high skill set, go back to the well and get the guy out of there. Then that five-punch combination doesn't happen and you don't get clipped in the 10th round. Um, I just think those are two glaring things that I saw that one where you clearly have a guy who is hunched over, clearly dropping his, 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 his hands to protect his rib cage because he don't like the right hands to the body he was getting laced with. And then Haney just never went back there, just never went back there. Uh, and that, that, that happened like in about the seventh round. And he never went back there. I was shocked. Um, again, you call it nitpicking, but again, just saying, and then he got that he was ducking, came down and came up with his hands down and got clipped by Lenaris now from a five punch combination being irresponsible at the end of the round. You know, those are two major things. Both of them are easily fixable, which is probably why his next fight, I'll probably end up giving him an A, but I'm going to be a little tough on Devin Haney just because I just see, uh, I just see bigger and brighter things for him. Uh, with Maul, and I told you this, um, and there's no disrespect to any of the trainers. I just think the inter it's more about the relationship. I just think Ronnie Shields has taken him. I, I just think their journey is at, at its end, at the end of this course. I just think um, you look at where Mel was, you look what Derrick James is doing with Mel and the evolution of him from a conditioning standpoint and from a boxing standpoint. I've seen more growth in Mel with Derrick James, and I've seen growth in Maul with Ronnie Shields. I, I hear that and I understand that, but the other part is the the activity. We've seen Mel fight more. We've seen him be able to have more fights than waiting in seven to eight months. Like Buddy is just sitting around waiting for someone to grab a grab 
take a fight instead of him just saying, hey, get me somebody doing what Gal- he could do what Golovkin can do. He could do what Canelo put somebody in front of me until I can get a belt. He's not doing that. So by the time I, I knew he was going to gas out I'm, and I, that's no disrespect to, to Jamal as, at all. But I, I just saw it. I said, oh, this guy is just going to stand in front of him. He ain't going to just take punishment, but he's going to make this a dirty fight. And that's what he did. Yeah. He just showed how much yeah. hard, he, hard he had. And he showed, he wanted to see if if Maul would wear out, and that's that's where it yeah. went. He switched well, yeah, stances. The war, war of attrition is what <clears throat> yeah. he had to get it to. He switched stances often. Um, he caught Maul quite a few times with that left hook to the body, um, a, a few good uppercuts, um, and he he stayed in close. Um, I, I those are things that are also fixed that can be fixed, but I've seen this over and over again. This isn't 154 for Maul, and, and that's the other part about like these guys are just as big as he is, and he has to realize that. I, I I'm okay with his boxing acumen. I think he needs to I think he needs to work on that some more because there are some things that he was that were just a little um, a little off, and, and and it just needs work. But his combinations, he didn't he. I, I would love to see him throw combinations a lot more. No, n- no combinations and also no variation in his punches. It was the same re- repetitive punches over and over and over again. No variety. Um, he didn't give – Montiel was able to be in front of him and literally square up and change from orthodox to southpaw because it was very predictable which punches Maul was throwing. He, he saw him punch Maul through. I mean, yeah, he took those punches, but he saw them coming. But it's easy, it's easier to see punches coming when you know a guy's only throwing two or three different types of punches. And I just think I, I expected a little bit more there. And I just think with some different training, I just think maybe some more of that can be pulled, pulled out of him. The talent is there, the ability is there. But uh the other part yeah. that bothered me was the fact that he would back off when he would have a guy hurt. Like he would hit him a couple times and the guy still stood there. And someone was texting me, like, yo, why can't he get him out of there? I was like, the dude is durable, number one. Two, he doesn't want to get clipped, you know, just throwing a bunch of uh crazy ass punches. Three, I don't think it's in his gas tank to throw a fusillade of punches like that. Maul is yeah. just used to throwing one, two, or three, and someone goes out. Like he's not used yeah. to standing in front of guys. Like that one that at one point he threw like a five or six combination uh punch punch combination. I was just like, he gonna be gassed out. He's gonna be gassed yeah, out for doing that. Again, I still think it's a training issue because when you look at him, there's no variation even on the the um the force with his punches. It's kind of robotic, it doesn't just flow where if you look at Derrick James with Mel and with and with Earl, they just chopping wood all day long. It's just they, they, they're, they're boxing, they're in there, they're out thinking the guy, and they have a strategy, they have a game plan. And, and the type of game plan they have is it's not where I hit you two times, oh, wow, you're still standing here, now I'm shocked and I don't know what to do, I'm going to keep doing the same thing. It's okay, cool, you can take some punishment. Well, keep taking this ass whooping until the final bell rings. And they just keep chopping the tree down. And a lot of times, obviously, with, with male and, male and arrow, people fall, but I just think, I just think it's a training thing where I see where Derrick James, he has his guys, number one, in tip-top shape. Um, number two, even when they're tired, they, like you say, they don't back off. They continue to chop that wood. And I just, I saw Maul back off, not chop the wood, and kind of, you know, he, he, he dug deep in to, to keep 
Montiel off of him from overwhelming him. But like you said, there were several times he had the guy hurt and he just didn't have what it took to pour it on. So um, that's that's my concern. And it, it could be a conditioning. Obviously, there's definitely some conditioning. It's conditioning. It's, I, also, um, it's also who he's sparring in the ring. Uh, yeah. Because what, 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 what Mel, he already said that. He said, Errol's a dog. Like when I yeah. pour it on, Earl, Earl comes right back with it. So exactly. it depends on who's in Maul's gym and who's 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 standing in front of him. And he needs yeah. guys. He should maybe he should should be in there with guys that are bigger in them, or he should be in there with guys that are smaller than them so he could get his combinations off and figure out how to do it. And the variations yeah. of punches, the variation of speed when you're throwing them, and don't throw everything full force. Um, but I, I give it a C, man. Like I was sitting there just watching it, and I was just like, man, he's boxing. But at some point, he's just going to get frustrated and he's just going to start. He's going to take his foot off. The, he's going to get distracted or he's just he's just going to fade out because the dude would just kept coming forward. And I was like, you have to figure a guy out like that. Like you he's pushing forward, but he's not doing nothing. So when he's not doing yeah. nothing, you back him up and you don't yeah. necessarily have to back him up with punches, but you back him up using your body. The pressure. Yeah. You use your body. You, you, you back him off. You get up on him. You, you, you keep applying you know, pressure and you have to be, you know, your range of ownership has to be on point. You got to control the, the, the distance and the range. And I, I just saw he let Montiel just walk through the front door quite often. Um, but again, uh, he still has an amazing jab. He was, really- he does, but I mean, you know, when they get late like that, it, it, you could just see yeah. like it wasn't there no more. You just, it wasn't pumping like it was supposed to. Yeah. The other True. part was when he was on the inside with the guy, Instead of him waiting on the punch, he was trying to predict where the punch was coming and he was getting caught. It's like you yeah. can't do that. Like you gotta let him, yeah. you gotta let him set up for all that type of stuff. You know, just exactly. just be just yeah. have your guard up and ready. But he was getting he was getting clipped with small shots. And he could have easily just backed this guy down. Uh yeah. and not necessarily with punches, but again by walking him mm-hmm. down body to body and pushing him against the ropes and then teeing off and getting off the uh punches that uh the selected punches that you chose. But I didn't see a lot of that, and he got a C from me. Yeah. Nio, I, I, I agree with one thing real quick on Lamar. One quick thing. I agree with you. I think he he, he didn't get up for this guy. And I, I agree with you. I think he Maul is one of those guys that I'm noticing it fights to the level of either perceived or actual competition. Um, that can be dangerous because you, you know, I you know, I told you that's my issue with Crawford, right? You know, iron sharpens iron, and if you keep cheating the game or, you know, I, I think Crawford comes in prepared and he's in shape. So it's, it's definitely different from Maul, but I think I agree with you with the sparring. You got to get better competition because they're going to push you and make you better. And uh, I, I just think they're, they're, you know, he needs a big fight. He, he needs does. An Andre fight. He, he does. He Andre fight. He, it, it, to me, it's got to be Andre, Triple G or, or, or Canelo. It's got to be one. And we know it's not going to be Canelo right now. So let's say it's got to be Andre, or it's got to be Triple G. He, it, has, one it, of those guys. it has to be somebody he's going to get up for because if yeah. he fights another guy like that, that becomes the pattern. That becomes yeah. the pattern where, yeah. oh, you know, I don't have to really do much. I don't have to put on my yeah. best. And you should. Yeah. And yeah, you, you should. should. Yeah. yeah. Anytime yeah, you, you think that the guy doesn't belong in there with you, you should blow him out the water and you lead the yeah. critics to talk shit. Oh, well, yeah. he was supposed to do that. You goddamn right I'm supposed to do that. Now get me somebody in here who's supposed to who I'm supposed to uh, be in here with and somebody that can give me an actual challenge. And yeah. until that yeah. happens, 
whoever they put up in front of him with the WBC rankings, he should just take them and knock them out the way. Munguia is yeah. ranked number one or two. He should take the fight, yeah. see if he can get the fight, and mow the guy down. All these other yeah. guys, mow them down until they put somebody in front of you that, you know, is, is the top guy. We all know Golovkin don't want to fight none of these guys. Yeah, yeah, he, he's, you know, I, I can definitely see that. I agree with that. Um, and that's one thing I can't say about Canelo. You put people in front of him, he does knock out or knock down in the guys. He's like, and we know he's going to do it, but at least he does it. At least he so, does it. At least he does it. And I think Maul is, is, is Ooh, getting some, yeah, yeah. You know what? Now that you say that, yeah, I agree with you. I'm in my, I, I, I'll flip him. Devin Haney B, Jamal C. You're, you're right. C, man. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I can see. C, you're right. When I, yeah, now that you break it down that way, what he, you know, because he, he should have got, he should have been able to get Montiel. Montiel was going to be hit all night long. All night long. Um, and it wasn't even like it was resistance. It wasn't even like he was punching to stop Maul. He was just trading. He was like, okay, your turn. I'm still here. My turn. Oh, you're tired. Oh, you're showing me where I can hit you. Okay, cool. Right. So let me yeah, catch yeah. my breath. Here I come again. You know, and that was exactly. the thing. I had to, I had a big problem with that. It was just like, Maul, put the jab out there, faint the jab, which he did early, but keep it yeah. out there. Don't let him see where it's coming from. And when the right. time is right, hit him with mm -hmm. the hard shit and switch it up. Right. Give him variations of it. But that dude, he made it ugly. He made it rough. And if I'm Canelo or any other top fighter during the fight, I'm going, yo, I'm laughing at him and I'm going, yo, I smoke this guy. And then yeah. what happens after the fight? Fucking yeah. David Benavidez, aka Finna Benavidez, he goes on the internet or on social media and goes, yo, I stopped <laughs> this dude, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, he will. He will. Because you can't, he can't get hit that many times from a Canelo. Honestly, I'll be honest with you, he can't get hit that many times from Munguia. No. No, no, you know, Munguia does have power, so um, he's got to really tighten up his game. And I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna stand by this. I think he needs to switch trainers, I think he needs new motivation, he needs a different type of he needs somebody to give him a different type of look. And I, I know he wants to do something different because they're twins, but they got to step out of that twin shit. He got to figure out what's best for him. And I think when you look at what Mel is doing, when you look at what Earl is doing, you know set aside the silliness with Mel, which we could talk about another time, Mel and Errol are both, to me, are number one and number two in all of boxing in ascending towards going about their business the right way. Correct, correct. Um, it's like, oh, he's a top guy. I'm going to be him. Like, look at the fight card uh, for Showtime pay-per-view with Tank. You got who on there? J. Rod, Julian J. Rock Williams. You got who? You got Rosario fighting moving. Oh, what did Mel do? He beat all the motherfuckers. Beat them all. And, and, so, and, and has no reason to say nothing about nobody. Like, I don't have to talk. Yeah. I, my record speaks for itself. It speaks for itself. And so you look at Earl. Oh, you know, yeah. Sean Porter's trying to figure out. Danny Garcia's trying to figure out his life. You know, Keith Thurman blew his opportunity. I don't want to hear nothing about Keith Thurman. I ain't talking about conspiracy theories with Mayweather use Earl to whatever. No. That's some nonsense. No. Um, you know, you look at all the other guys, and it's like, Errol is doing what he's supposed to do. Okay, Manny, he said it. Where are the belts? Oh, Manny, they, okay, you were in recess. They gave you the belt back. Let's go. And that's a big fight. He's an icon. Let's have at it. And, you know, after that, he's already said. He told Al, make the fight with Crawford. I'll cross the street. So, he, you know, they're going about their business the right way of saying, who are the top guys? Who has the belts? Let me beat them. And they're the guys that have belts that mean something. You know, to me, 
male fought all the top guys that actually already had the belts. Then you had to share that had that belt. And they gave Castaño the shot, and Castaño beat him. You got to give Castaño credit. And give Castaño credit for not playing hide and seek with the belt. You know, like coming they do over there. Coming like they do over, yeah, like they do over there at Top Tank. Yeah. You know, trying to hide the belt. He's like, yeah. no, I want the smoke because what he realizes is number one is going to be my biggest payday. Number two, what do I have to lose? If I beat this guy, so literally in two fights, I could become undisputed. And, and let's be honest, those two fights, only one of them is a real big challenge. And, 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 and he looked at it and he said, oh, I get paid and I can get all the glory? Right. Why not? Why not? I love that attitude. So no matter what happens in that fight, I have a lot of respect for Brian Castaño. Not just or, that, but uh, salute to the Argentines because they are warriors in the yeah, ring too. They got, they got the history. They, they don't got duck. The history. No. They don't duck. They don't duck. You know, same thing with Matisse. He took on Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia got that ass, but he didn't duck. No, he didn't duck. You know, Carlos Monzon, uh, the great. Yeah. The great Carlos you know, Monzon. Uh, uh, what's the other one? What's the other middleweight who was really good? The uh, the uh, Sergio Martinez. Maravilla. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Yeah. No, didn't duck anybody. So, Marcos Maidana. Marcos Maidana. Don't duck anybody. They, they just say, hey, I'm here for the smoke. So, you know, big ups to Argentina. Uh, and, man, I mean, I think it's a great, you know, fight for undisputed. Hopefully, you know, we see what happens with Pac and, and, and Earl, and then we can get a, a, you know, an undisputed, you know, and then Bud just have to, you know, understand, you know, what position he's in and understand, look, look at a guy like Castaño. He had one belt. He's like, oh, man. I can get, be undisputed and really have to go through one serious challenge. Let's be honest. Bud's path to get that belt was not a serious one. Jeff Horn. Not even that, not just that, that it was, you made it the way it is. Jeff Horn put on Amir Khan, Kill Brook, uh, was Evas Kavanaskas, uh, give me somebody, somebody else. I mean, Lord. <laughs> I don't even remember this guy's fights, man. You know, I, that's my point. And it's like, okay, let's arrow. Oh, he fought hmm, Sean Porter. Oh, he fought Kell Brook when Kell Brook was in his prime and a champion, and he fought him over in England. And oh, England. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, smaller guy, but the guy caught him out. Everybody thought it was going to outbox him, and he outboxed who? Mikey Garcia. Oh, and Danny Garcia's got a big punch. Oh, I see something. Just like Mikey Garcia saw something. He outboxed Danny after flipping over Ferrari. I don't know how many times. So it's like, it's, just, it's, it's levels to it. And so I just hope Bud respect the game and understand the levels. And look, he, he played the under-level card. So you got to take under-level pay and be the B-side and go in there. If you better than Errol, tax that ass. And now you undisputed and you call the shots. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... That that actually was his strategy anyway. Yeah, so I don't know it. why he's tripping. His strategy was to face inferior opposition. I'll let them figure it out over there. I let them figure it over there, and then I don't have to go through that gauntlet of competition. So then, when it when all the smoke clears, I could be standing. I could take whoever's left. That was his fucking strategy anyway. So I ain't like, got to fight all them. I'm yeah, undisputed yeah. at 140. This ain't 140, yeah, and, pimp. And, and, and don't nobody care about that. And you're undisputed at 140. It's like, oh, you beat Julius Undango. It's like, come on, bro. The best company he had down at 140 was Felix Diaz. I mean, these guys were like, ah. Uh, I mean, it's just, I was, I'm more impressed with Danny Garcia's unified 
position at 140 than I am with Buds, undisputed at 140. Danny Danny has some competition at 140, Danny fought, man. Danny fought way better competition at 140 than Bud did. Take the guys that Bud beat at 140. Take the guys that Danny Garcia beat at 140. They're way better. Absolutely. So it's Absolutely. like, come on, man. Like, Bud, do I think Bud is a better fighter, boxer than Danny Garcia? Hell yeah. But the truth is, he's fought inferior competition. So it just is what it is, man. Yeah. So, and then we move to me grading Naoya in a way. I, I, I don't know what to say about the kid, man. Like, he's like an AP, he gets AP classes, you know what I mean? Until further notice. Like, he can, he's just dismissed. Like, he's a problem. Put, yeah. They just put people in front of him. I would like, so, by the way, in a, in a way, I give you an A. All right. A plus, 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 plus. Yeah. You, you dismissed from class. Thanks for the apple and all that other good shit. Right. I would love to see him fight uh, Guillermo Rigondeau. I would love to see him fight Guillermo Rigondeau. That would be a very, very exciting fight. Um, right now, I have Inouye in my top five pound for pound. If Inouye was to take down Rigondeau, I would probably put him in my top three. Um, I am impressed with him. He's made me a believer. He um, he's vicious, but he's smart about his viciousness. Oh, yes. And and he's very, very precise and very sharp. He's not sloppy and wild. He's very sharp, technically sound. Um, and, Man, and did you hear the, the did you hear the way them shots was landing, especially yeah, he, to he, the body? Yeah. I mean, yeah. thudding shots. It wasn't like yeah. smacking. It was thudding shots. It was thudding. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he puts guys out of commission, man. He, he's he's a he is a monster. Yeah. He's a monster in a way. Yeah. So big ups to him. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I give him an A, A plus. I can put yeah. a plus on there too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude's a beast. Yeah. I would, but again, I would love to see him against uh Rick Rigandow. Rigandow. That I think that would be an excellent fight for to see, only because <clears throat> of the aggressiveness of uh Inouye and the master boxing skill of Rigandow. Like I think that would be an excellent fight to me. Um, that would be an excellent fight. And what I really want to see is, and it can happen because I see a mistake that in a way makes, but it's easy. It can, it can be easily cleaned up with his head movement. How when he delivers his punch, his head is not always off the line. And a guy like Rigandow can shoot that straight quick left. Well, and, and I get that, but it's who he's fighting when he does it. That's true. And what That's he true. set and what he's setting up for when he, when he, when he does do, do that. I, I paid attention to that. Yeah, and it's what um, it's who he's fighting, and what's what's about to happen right before he does yeah. it. <clears throat> but Rigandow again, again, you're talking about a southpaw. Rigandow would give him some trouble, Ooh. give him some some problems. Oh, that yes. would be a good fight. That would be a good fight. But Rigandow, only you know, I wish it was. I would love to see prime Rigandow as opposed to old man Rigandow. That would yeah. be even but, more of a battle. I, and but I hear yeah. that, but I think he's so well reserved because it's not like he's been in a lot of wars. Uh, Rigandow. That's true. He hasn't been in a lot of wars and nobody wants to fight him because of the embarrassment that they have to go through when they get in the ring with him. Like he, he just makes you sit on a yo-yo at his wheel. And when he's ready to hit you, then he, he, he opens up with one shot. That's the thing. The scary thing is, is that he, he makes you miss and get you off balance, but then he hits you and he hits you with something that hurts you. Yes. And, 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 you know, Nonito, yeah. Nonito Donaire knows that very well. I think he broke his jaw during that fight. Yeah, well, he took, a, you know, he took step aside money uh, for the Nonito Donaire and the uh, Joel, what's his, uh, what's his name? 
the other Filipino guy. I know you're talking about, yeah. Uh, Cap yeah, Samaros or whatever his name Samaros, is. Yeah. yeah, I heard they're going to fight August 14th. Yeah. Is what I'm hearing for that fight. He was allegedly sick. I don't know if he was actually sick or if he actually mm-hmm. stepped aside, but um, that's what I they saw said, the report. They said he stepped aside. Yeah. yeah. Um, they took easy payday, you know. I, I wouldn't have done that, though. I wouldn't have done I that. I wouldn't have either, but, you know, rigging down, we don't know his financial situation. He's like, you know, who knows what the deal is? Deal could be, I'll take step aside money and I still get the winner of the fight. So he's like, maybe I get two paydays, one, and I only got to work on one. Yeah, I mean that would be beautiful. I I think that, man. I just I just want to. I like I like watching Rigandale, man. I just I just like I watching too. the guys. I, I think it's high level skill, and most people yeah. don't like it because, as we know, they're casual fans and they don't understand yeah. what it is that they're looking at. But Rigandale is a master boxer. His defense is is excellent, and he's yeah. even when he's putting his hands out there when he's pawing, people are like, oh, he's doing that because he's playing. Like, no, he's not. And I told somebody, I was like, watch when he does that. He's telling, he's basically saying, this is the distance from you to me to to where this punch is, where this punch is going to hit you and you're going to walk into it. I just have to figure out the correct time and distance right before I hit you with it. So that's all he's doing. That's all he's doing. He's it's like, you know, like a cat on the floor looking to hop up on the table. How you can hear them, you know, they're calculating. He's just calculating it for you to be at the right spot at the right time. And then bam, he shoots that straight left hand. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. And he did. He did. He's done that to everybody. Um, and he 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 beat the beat the shit out of uh, Nonito Donera. Well, not beat the shit out, but he hit him with some excellent shots. Um, yeah, he did. Messed his face all up. But I can't yeah, wait sure. to uh, he fights uh, Nonito fights uh, Casameros or whatever it is because I'm probably saying it wrong. And then mm-hmm. the winner of that will fight in a way. So the, the, you know all that sh- all that shit is gonna be fireworks. Yeah, it is. Definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. A, little, a little heat in that division. Oh, yes, sir. Hey, I'm going to let you get off here so you can go ahead and get uh, to the game. I'm about to uh, Ooh, start no chopping up some videos and everything. Appreciate you, my no, guy. No, no. All right, no doubt. I'll talk to you soon. Yep.